0: BDSM United Podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United Podcast. A kink can be sexual and or nonsexual. A non-sexual kink is an unconventional act that brings both physical and emotional pleasure. A sexual kink, however, is an unconventional sexual practice, a concept, or a fantasy. A fetish, however, also is a need or a desire for an object, a body part, or an activity whose real or fantasized presence is psychologically necessary for sexual gratification. So those are the differences between kinks and fetishes. A fetish is psychologically necessary in order to have sexual gratification, while a kink is just an act that brings physical, emotional, or sexual pleasure. Let's briefly talk about limits. Uh, There's two kinds of soft limits. First is a kink that you have tried before, and you might be willing to try again with the right partner, uh, perhaps at a different setting, or when you have received more education on the kink, such as how to do it, like technique-wise, or additional safety info that uh, makes you more comfortable with the associated risks. If all of those needs are met, and your partner is is also into that kink, then you may be willing to do it with them or occasionally to please them. You don't necessarily hate it, but you may not be a fan of it either. This can also mean that you're only willing to do that kink under certain circumstances, for example, such as like only with a condom or only with a dominant uh, type's approval. If you personally like receiving anal sex, for example, it doesn't mean that you want it from every partner. So for anal, you can put a soft limit and add in the comment section of a negotiation form that you only with my dom would do anal or must be fluid bonded with the person in order to receive anal sex. The second type of soft limit is... A kink that you may yet to experience. You might like the idea of the kink, but you can't actually call it your kink because you haven't experienced it yet. Fantasy and reality can be very different once a scene has started. With this type of soft limit, you can still add in the comment section of a negotiation form what you need in order to feel safe enough to try that kink. For example, maybe you want to attend a demo with your top or your bottom before trying. The top must have X amount of experience with that kink. Soft limits, they're considered flexible and they may change over time with experience and or education of that type of play. Once you have experienced the kink, you can make it into a kink you love or never want to try again, which would be a hard limit. Just like a kink or fetish, you must get your partner's consent before exploring that kink with them. Don't spring a soft limit on them during a scene. It's most likely to backfire on you and you could ruin that kink for them. And also, not trust you as consent was not given. Now, hard limits, they're anything you do not want to take part in. You don't have to experience the activity or kink to claim it as a hard limit. This can be sexual, it could be a kink. Uh, giving and or receiving. It could be a relationship type, such as ethical non-monogamy or monogamy. Uh, it could be names that uh, being called, words that are used towards you, a certain type of discipline or punishment in the dynamic, or in the scene. So it could be a hard limit could be something that uh, you don't ever want to do within your relationship, or it could also be just something specifically that you don't want to do in a specific scene. Hard limits are personal, and they should be established before vetting a potential play partner or a potential relationship partner. If you're adding kink to an already established relationship, you should still establish your hard limits. Hard limits can change as you grow and evolve in this lifestyle, but it's completely up to you. Hard limits should never be pushed. They should never have to be negotiated or forced during vetting negotiations, a scene, or in your dynamic. This is a huge red flag if your partner won't honor your hard limits. We want to add a disclaimer here because in a total power exchange or a master-slave, mistress-slave dynamic, the slave does not have limits other than the master's limits. This dynamic should take time to get into, as most successful master-slave relationships take years to become a total power exchange. Um, This doesn't mean the master will purposely do all the kinks that that you're not into. It means you would if asked, however you trust that they would not do anything that would harm you because you're their property, and they want to take good care of their property. This type of dynamic isn't a red flag or what we're referring to when mentioning red flags with hard limits not being honored. Establishing your kinks and your limits is very important, and it's part of this BDSM lifestyle. Like we said earlier, it should be done before vetting a potential play partner or entering a relationship dynamic. It takes time to go over a BDSM checklist, researching and educating yourself on each kink, on what toys are used during those kinks, what risks are involved, all the different types of safety information and what care should be given to any of the results or the consequences of those kinks, such as marks, wounds, or bruising. We always suggest researching the kinks you aren't into, as well as the ones that you think that you would enjoy. When diving deeper in a kink, you might find out that you're actually open to trying it. Or later on you in your journey, you might get into it. Ask questions from those in the lifestyle that actually have experienced those kinks. They might have a different perspective you never thought of, or they might have some safety info that's not on any specific website that you've checked or in a book that you may have read. A BDSM checklist, like a negotiation checklist, is just a tool. It can only help you out if you fill it out. Use it to further education on kinks, to get a better understanding of your desires and, and when you use it when vetting and that you actually use it, sorry, when vetting and negotiating. If you don't know what kinks you want to experience and what limits you have, how can you vet someone or be vetted by someone? Filling out a checklist is not once and done It should be updated periodically. Over the years, we change, we evolve, so will our kinks and our limits. I suggest updating your kinks and your limits at least once a year, or if your dynamic ends, or if there's any significant changes. This will give you the most updated list to offer to others when vetting and let you know what areas you might need to do research in. Some kinks require more time and education to master, becoming more of a skill than just a kink. Bondage is one of those. Some kinks, like edge play, take a lot of planning and communication before ever attempting to try. With the research you do, you'll learn what the safest kinks are to try, what kinks will take more skill to develop, or what things are actually legitimately dangerous. And they may not be dangerous for everyone, but they could be dangerous for you, considering your, uh, your health condition or your, uh, your mobility or, and or a disability. In this lifestyle, we focus on education and communication. BDSM checklist or negotiation checklist is a perfect tool for the job to accomplish both. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast where we talked about kinks, fetishes, and uh, limits. Uh, Just to recap at the top, just so you know, a fetish is a need or a desire. It's something that is psychologically necessary in order for sexual gratification. Well, a kink is an uh, a unconventional act that brings physical, emotional, or sexual pleasure. Uh, I'm Primal Piggy. You can find all of our resources, uh, including um, a BDSM checklist, Uh, on our website, www.bdsmunited.com. If you're on our website, look for the BDSM Education Group. It's a private Facebook group, and within the guides section of that group, we have a lot of different negotiation tools, such as uh, a BDSM checklist. And so we've been doing education since 2012. We've seen a lot and done a lot And we like passing that kind of information on to you. And so sign up for that group. And uh, if you're approved and you can join, then uh, which is quite easy to do, then you'll have access to that information as well. Uh, It's been a joy talking with you today, and I'll talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend, Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky, built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free.